Welcome back to St. Joseph Radio Presents. Today we have a very interesting topic. It's very uplifting. It's called Suffering and Peter Death. Peter Crude said not to interrupt him in the middle of this, oh. so just so you let me know. Just, just letting you suffering know. And death. What suffering are we gonna, and death. What, what, why, why are we doing suffering and death? Because it's Lent and we're heading into Passion Week and, and that's what we think about. Jesus is suffering and death. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> there's a purpose to it. Suffering yep, and death. There is. Watch. It's not funny. You'll, Nothing funny about it. I don't know. Can I say you'll, you'll love it, it and you, hate it? You've got to watch it and then you'll have to tell a friend about it. Right. Watch. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome to the St. Joseph Radio Presents live program broadcasting to you from the Rome of the West, St. Louis, Missouri. The program that for over 30 years has brought you eloquent speakers from across the globe to help explain, clarify, and evangelize the Catholic faith. Our program covers a variety of topics relating to current issues and occurrences in our daily lives. Now, with the aid of technology, we are able to bring the gospel message to the four corners of the world where Christ himself did say, those who have ears ought to hear. It is our hope at St. Joseph Radio that through these programs, we can help evangelize the world and change one soul at a time. Now, here is your host to introduce today's guest and topic. Well, thank you, Matt. Uh, I am your host today. My name is Peter Karutz. We are here at St. Joseph Radio Presents coming to you live from St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, and I, we have applause, right. too. One we'll round have, of applause. We have a real person in our <laughs> studio. Uh, I, I'm a real person, too. But we have a real guest in our studio. And then we have a, an imaginary friend in our studio right now. AI. So let me introduce you to the real deal here. This is uh, Robert Montiel. 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 Robert always, Montiel in Robert the Montiel. flesh. Right. And you are a lifelong St. Louisan, right? No. No. I have been here now. This is my... Third month? Third month. I think so. Brand spanking news. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and rumor has it you may have come from California. Yes. With Los Angeles, a, California. With with your wife? And, Ariana. And, uh, t- t- and t- seven t- kids. Seven children. Seven so, children. Expert parent. Here, let me That's just right. tell you who our pretend person is. This is Father Augustine, but he, you know, as uh, his title might uh, inform you of, he he's a priest and he's got lots of important stuff to do. So he will be here when he gets Sooner here, than later. yeah. When he gets here, <laughs> but uh, he, we, he, we did discuss what we're going to talk about today, and he has directed us as a good priest should. That's so right. we're going to have a very uplifting conversation today. We're going to talk about suffering, suffering and death. suffering and death, right? Well, and you know, and, and let's be real. We are going into the tritium, right? This is going. We're going into Holy Week. This is a time to understand. Suffering and death. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's something we're always going to have. And I will say it's it usually at the end of Lent. So, the, you know, it's like uh, beginning of the year, you make all those commitments, you know, I'm going to hit the gym. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like beginning of Lent, you make all those, yeah, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to give up. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Middle of Lent, you know, it gets a little... <laughs> A little sketchy, and at the end, oh, I'm going to do it again, you know, so. Yeah, that's okay. It's time to reinvigorate right now. Uh, whatever you gave up as your Lenten sacrifice to uh, reinvigorate that, not yeah. be so lukewarm. There you right? go. And, uh, what are we sp- and what are we supposed to do during Lent? You know, I, I learn a lot from Father Augustine. He says that all monks should do three things during Lent. I started talking before I thought about it, so this right. is going to be tough. <laughs> he says you should give something up. Yeah. You should do something. 
and you should read a spiritual book. So, right. you know, I, I'm trying to do all those things. And as you say, I kind of, it's a bell curve, right? I've got an <laughs> yeah. inverted bell curve. I kind of did yep. well. I fiddled a little bit. Now we're back up. So this is right. the high point. This is yes. the high point. And, and what do we do? We do things for each other. You know, let me, let me just tell you uh, uh, about a conversation I had with a partner of mine. Um, we were at our retreat, and he is wearing the Star of David. Hmm. So I talked to him. I'm starting to talk to him about Jewish stuff. And he says to me, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not religious. I don't, <laughs> no, I don't believe. Okay. I, don't, I don't even know if I believe in God. He just likes their branding. That's and, it. <laughs> yeah. And I said... How does it? How does a Jew not be religious? He says, "Well, look with, uh, with all. How, how can there be a good, all good, perfectly, mm. a beautiful God with all the suffering that's yeah. in this world?" And I said, "Oh man, that's easy. Let me go there." But suffering and yeah. death—that is one of the things that really cause people, or or it's I shouldn't say cause. It's one of those things that people go to when they justify their lack of yeah. belief. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Lack of belief. But they're. Especially when it comes to the innocence. You know, I'm, I'm really yeah. I'm reading uh, Dostoevsky right now. Oh, and, boy. And that's one of the ones he brings up, you know. Sure, suffering and death and, and, you know, all these terrible things that happened during war for adults that did terrible things. He's like, I'll let that one slide. But when it happens to the innocence, to these kids, and he lists off all these terrible things. Um, you know, what, what happens at that point? Hey, parties. Hey, hey. Father Augustine has, Father Augustine. has is in the house, is in the house. <laughs> well, Father, we have teed this up with your uh, delightful and uplifting uh, topic of hey. suffering and death. Oh, yeah. Suffering and death. And in, in the, in the uh, uh, not that there is suffering and death in this room right now, <laughs> but there will be, right? We're all going to. Get there. Well, You're wearing get there black. Sooner or later, right? Depends on the quality of jokes. Yeah. I so, would say. <laughs> so we're going to put you right to work because okay. we we teed it up. Yeah. You're going to say our prayer, and then oh. we're going to go into suffering and death. Okay, go. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, God grant us a happy death, but not right away, please. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. How how appropriate. This is St. Joseph Radio, and uh, he is the patron saint of a happy death. Oh, yes, that's right. I forgot about that. I always, I poor Joe, I I, I never give St. Joseph the credit he deserves. Because he doesn't speak up for himself. Yeah, Yeah, he doesn't talk much, does he? Yeah. Well, uh, who's the patron saint of an unhappy death? Maybe that should be no, uh, like Judas. all the rest of us. How about Jesus? How about Jesus? As I was going through things, I got to tell you that on the way up, uh, we were, I was talking to my wife about some stuff, and we were recalling Stations of the Cross. And I just realized one of the Stations of the Cross is Jesus literally carrying his cross after being whipped and tortured, and he's on his yes. way to die, and he's got to stop and comfort other people. Yeah. And I oh, thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That. I was just thinking, like, he puts down his cross, takes off his crown, and he's like, okay, what's your problem? Sorry, I got yeah, a little yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Let me just Hold put on, this everybody. down for a second while I take care of your, <laughs> your feelings. You think uh, you're feeling bad. <laughs> but isn't that the truth? We, we all, not Jesus, but right. we all think our suffering is the hardest of sufferings. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we I'll have, bet Jesus thought his was the hardest of all sufferings. Well, it, well, he well knew that's it, factual. Right? That's, that's <laughs> right. absolutely true. It's just absolutely true. 
But uh, we, we, we all think our suffering is the, the worst kind, right? Yeah. But uh, uh, we can always look to somebody else who had it a little bit worse. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? There's this great rock song out right now okay. that one of my students shared with me. <laughs> oh, no. By a group <laughs> called AJR. It's actually one of the few rock songs you can listen to. It doesn't have any curse words or anything. But it uh, it's called The World's Smallest Violin. <laughs> and it starts off with, like, my grandpa was in World War II, and he was such a righteous dude. And yeah. my other grandpa was a firefighter. and and But I just had to drop out of college because I miss my mom. And <laughs> so on. But he says, uh, the, yeah. even the world's smallest violin needs an audience. So if you don't mind, oh, I'm going gonna, gonna to cry for you. <laughs> yeah. but, but because, frankly, you, whatever suffering you have to endure... It's all. It's still suffering, right? I mean, it's still sad, and it's still. And, you and, can and unite you've heard, that with Jesus. You've heard people say, you know, it, it is more than I can endure, and then people yeah. will say, and I think it's wrong. God never gives you more than you can handle. Yeah, and and you right. look at look Thanks at our a Lord. Lot. That helps because you you brought up carrying His cross, right? Yeah. After yeah. falling three times, yeah, he, he had more than he could handle. That's right. Didn't he? So what happened? He sent them Simon of Cyrene. Simon of Cyrene. So, you know, even when our suffering is horrible, you're not suffering alone. And, that's right. you know, maybe that's our job, too, to help people who are in yeah. their suffering, help them. Maybe they can't hold, 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 you know, carry it themselves. I, I know many of us can't at times, but mm. God sent somebody to help. Yeah. But you got to accept that help, too. It's a corporal right. and spiritual work of mercy for a reason, yeah. I think. You know? All right. So, Father. Wake of Moisey. <laughs> So you, I know you had some things to, to talk about yeah. with regard to Robert for uh, uh, with regard to the stations and your conversations with your wife. But Father, you put us on this path, right? Suffering and death. Did you come so in with what an was, idea? What was on your mind when you said we got to talk about suffering and death? Well, I, I just I actually just preached a homily to the school on Friday, right before I got your message, and I was saying to them. Well, actually, I told them a story. I said, you know, you all know, you're all familiar with, I'm sure, and his name escapes me, the saint who was born into this loving family, had lots of brothers and sisters who were very supportive. He was well-liked in school, popular kid, well-educated, grew up, got married, had a bunch of kids who all supported him, and then he died and went to heaven. No, of course not. No, that's the story of no saint ever, right? Yeah, right. Because right. It, I couldn't think of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Huh? But okay. but I can list for you like I can list without stopping probably a hundred saints who died horribly, who were abandoned by their friends and made fun of, or or unpopular in various kinds of ways. And, and I I also mentioned that. Uh, uh, so I, I have this friend who's a Dominican nun. Her name is Sister Jane Dominic, I think. Jane, well, Sister Jane. Anyway, she, she no stranger to suffering, by the way. She spoke out years and years ago on transgender stuff, and uh, somehow, I think it's the Huntington Post got a hold of it and just destroyed her in the news. And, and oh, she's no. only just now. So this was like a decade ago. And she's only just now, kind of. Anyway, she and I are working on a book together, and I was complaining, you know, about this and that and how, because I, I didn't get my drafted on time. I was making excuses. I was like, well, you know, it's hard <laughs> being a monk, and numbers are down, and the culture's hostile, and blah, 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 blah. And she goes, well, you know, Father, it would have been nice if Jesus had said, 
pick up your marshmallow and follow me. Ooh. But that isn't what he said, was it? <laughs> and she had a point, yeah. yeah. So anyway, th- but, but this next week, but also this is Passion Week, right? This right. is right. this is the week where we have to. Hey, we'll 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 have time to celebrate later on. That's right. We have Fifty days yeah. of celebration coming up, but. Right now is the time to think about suffering and death, and, and in particular, Jesus' suffering and death. Yeah, and there's degrees in that, too. I, I think yeah. it, when you said that, I was listening. It, it didn't say accept your cross. It was pick it up, which is a little bit more yeah, like Yeah, do something embrace. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. You, we're listening pick to you, up. Father. We pick listen it to up as opposed to just... Accept it. Well, look at St. Paul says that we're in a race, right? We we got a lot of people supporting us, clapping for us, cheering us on, but it is still a marathon. (laughs) You're still running. You're still chafing. You got bloody toes. You know what I mean? You're having a struggle day to day. It is a struggle. But you know what? What? Just thinking about it more. Old Testament, you know, the the father, it it talks about the father, uh, you know, doesn't spare the rod, right? right? St. Paul talks about, if you're going through sufferings, then that's a good sign because God is loving you, right? He's yeah. putting you to the test. He's well, but he's, fire. he's saying, Paul is saying there is a purpose to it. You know, I, yeah. I, I remember I was talking to this Protestant minister who was a, a professor of homiletics at yeah. a, a seminary here in St. Louis, and I asked him what they think about, um, oh boy, is it uh, Philipp- not Philippians? Oh my God. Oh my goodness, I can't remember it. It's a 124. Uh, is it Ephesians 124? Ephesians 124. One of those. I, it's 124. Yeah. I'll think of Two it. Corinthians. This is a, this no, isn't a Baptist radio no, station. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, clearly I'm not you a don't Baptist. Know it scripture. just slipped out of my mind. So All right, 124, Catholic. I'll figure out which one it is. Yeah. But it says, uh, Paul says, I rejoice in the suffering of my body for you, the church, because it makes up, up what, what is, is lacking, lacking in, in Christ. Yep. Christ. Holy yes. smokes, I told yes. that to this yeah. Protestant. He yeah. says, you know, we don't allow our ministers to preach on that unless yeah. they've been a minister for five years. And then yeah. we don't allow them to preach yeah. on it. Why? Yeah. Because it's saying there is some, there is fruit that comes yeah. from suffering. There is purpose yeah. in suffering. It isn't wasted. It isn't yeah. just for mm-hmm. grins. There is a plan. There is a purpose to it. Yeah. What is the Old Testament a name for God that's like doctor? Is it Adonai? Right? Uh, it's like doctor? Lord. Adonai. It, right, Adonai. Adonai is so, Lord. Yeah. I forget about that sometimes. God is a, a loving and a caring father, but he's also a doctor, right? And he's perfectly oh. prescribing you things it's specifically for your ailment, you know, your spiritual um, health, your mental health, your physical health, whatever it may be, something just perfect, exactly what you need, right? And it could yeah. be even a little too much for you to handle, so you have to ask for help. It could be enough to bring you to your knees, so you have to be, um, I don't want to say humiliated. No, but no, 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 but I think humbled, you're on to something. Humbled is the right word. Yeah, you're right? on to it. You're on to it. Right. In other yeah. words, and by the way, it's Colossians. That's why my brain is Colossians. And by the way, the Hebrew word for doctor is do. <laughs> it's D-O-H. <laughs> what? It's literally, is it really? <laughs> well, that's it. I was just looking it up. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Uh, there so must Homer be another was a word doctor, for doctor as well. <laughs> but every time you go, don't, that's you're it. actually calling on God um. as a divine physician to come heal you. <laughs> uh, we have learned. There is a linguist here. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> anyway, well, I got another yeah. idea. I want to pitch yes. this at you guys. Okay. 
So how about Oh, this? but first I'm going to oh, tell yeah. everyone that this is St. Joseph Radio Presents coming to you live St. from St. Louis, Missouri, the Rome of the West. Rome of the West. We're here with Robert Rome Mont- of the West. Montiel. 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 We have Father Augustine. Say hi, Father. Hello, Weta. Father, hello. <laughs> no, my last name is Weta. You said his last name, but you didn't say my last name. Oh, you're, oh. you're our buddy. We're on a first name basis. Okay. Father That's Augustine. Whereas I'll tell you, Father, when Roberto I talk about you, when I talk about you, if I say Father, half the time I'll say Father Augustine, they'll say, yeah, yeah, I know Father. Or if yeah. I say, or if I say uh, Father Weta, they'll say, huh. Mm. Or, or, and it goes the other way around. I'll say Father Weather, and they'll say, uh, oh, you mean Father Augustine. Yeah. It's almost like you're two personas out there. Is this one formal and the other you informal? You know what I discovered? This is a church what did politics you discover? thing. This I discovered like that in liberal or left-leaning, in progressive, in more progressive parishes, mm-hmm. they like to refer to their pastor by his first name. And if in more traditional parishes, they like to pref- they refer to their pastor by his last name. Oh. Unless you're religious, in which case, in more progressive par- parishes, they like to refer to you by your last name. More conservative. It goes the other way around. Yeah. That's weird. That's what I was told. So I was told as one who doesn't know anything about. I had no idea. I had no idea. I had no idea. That's just what well, I your heard. Your name has a lot of attachments on your book, right? It's like Father J. Augustine, Aloysius, Weta. Gonzaga, Weta, O-S-B. De La Cornship. Monk you know, it's just like OSB. You got like B-A-M-A Oxon. But you had an idea. I did have an idea. Okay, here's my idea. All right, Triduum, right? Yeah. got three days. Yeah. And I was thinking, all right, so a human person, a human being, all right, Thomas Aquinas would even say mind body, soul, right? right. Yep. Yes. All right. So I was thinking, what if the triduum is kind of like, uh, you know, three days, hmm. mind, body, soul. First day, mind, we've got, uh, you know, Eucharist, Jesus in, yeah. in, in the garden, right? He's hmm. going through this suffering. He's, uh, you know, why don't you stay awake with it's me? It's all with psychological apostles. suffering psychological on the first day. abandonment, oh. um, sweating in the garden. Okay, next day. All about physical suffering, bodily right? suffering, bodily yeah. suffering, and then right? the third day, it's all about how why have you abandoned me? Oh, sorry, <laughs> supposed to spoiler again. alert. Right? So there's a lot of physical stuff that the hey, scourging that's at really the pillar, great. and then you've got like a spiritual element. So he goes through all of the different sufferings. I'm really right? surprised that some church father hasn't thought of that yet. Well, I am a father in the church. But that's backwards, dude. I'm not a church father. Church. I'm a father in the church. That's. I think I see the outline of a homily here. Uh-oh. He's yeah. going to steal it. That's what I it is. I am. Totally. Next year, a book's going to come out. The Triduum. <laughs> but Jay but Augustine. Did, you know, Augustine, what an O-S-B-M-A-O-Oxon. You know, that first day, that, that, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. I was. Uh, I got back just two weeks ago. I got back from the Holy Land. And yeah. one of the most profound days was... When we went to Gethsemane and, you know, I got to have, put my hand on the rock where he suffered. But yeah. then what we did is we went to Caiaphas's house, the, the high priest. Yeah. And we, we went down underground. And that's where our Lord spent most of the night. He was in a cave, underground like, in a cave prison type of. Th- mm, in yeah. other words, when he was at Caiaphas's holding house, tank, a know? holding tank. Yeah. That's what they said. It was he was like in a holding tank as he was being shuffled back and forth. Right. Oh, right. They put him in the holding tank, dragged him out of it. But yeah. but it was dark and lonely and yeah. cold, 
and and then what happens you know you're you're abused and and then it gets worse and worse and worse so there's yeah. a lot of psychological stuff a lot of going psychological on. in fact so much that he sweat blood yeah. you know how stressed mm-hmm. out have you ever been in your life did you get to the point where you sweat blood yeah, probably not, not. been there yet <laughs> no. but they say that's a real thing that's yeah. a real yeah. thing all right there you go so nothing profound on that uh nope nothing all right I this had, is breaking I had new ground Rocky here Rocky Mountain spotted tick fever as a kid and I sweated blood <laughs> okay but that has nothing to do with being stressed and I bled out my nails in some well, kind of weird part of the disease the, you, where your blood vessels are the closest to the surface they break and you bleed what yeah if you if you if you don't tell anyone and try to keep it a secret like I did because I was twelve years old yeah and. Uh, yeah, I thought I had a social disease, so I was like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't tell anybody. I, yeah. You know, you don't know anything when you're twelve. Hey, yeah, that's neither here nor there. But kids can suffer. How's that? Yeah, it, I suppose so. Back to uh, so the can, current topic. Uh, and we don't want to see children suffer, except if it's going to do some good, right? But well, what, I don't suffer. <laughs> boy, quote it out of context. That, <laughs> I know, that would be yeah. difficult. But suffering in death. Death can be something that can be uplifting, but it can also be the fodder for people yeah. to say, "You know what? I don't. I, I, you know, with all the suffering, death in the world, how can I believe there's a, a good and all powerful right. God? Right? And it, so, it tends to be an excuse." Father Weta, sorry, Father Augustine, yes. sorry, Father J. Augustine Weta, OSB de la Cornship. So <laughs> the question is, you know, I'm reading Dostoevsky, right? And he says, sure, suffering, fine. For all these people who do terrible things, these adults. But yeah. for the innocents, yeah, how is that okay? Right? That's Dostoevsky's yeah. big thing. And he pushed it for a while and he converted a bunch of people to that silly idea. But why suffering? Why a good God and suffering? Is there an answer, in, a back pocket answer we can have to that? Well, the the St. Augustine's... Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you have to get back. You got to get to the nature of evil. Yeah. I mean, there's suffering in the world because basically, we introduced this vacuum into creation, and it, and it set everything off balance. And the thing is that God is perfect being. God is good. God is beautiful. God is truth. God is love. So anything that's evil is really actually just something missing that should be there, mm-hmm. right? So, say because well, uh, one of the ways I heard it was that like basically God gave humanity all of creation to take care of, and we dropped it on the floor and broke it, mm. and as a result, innocent people suffer. I mean, you can say that about like pretty much any child that suffers. Like, what were their parents? You know, or or, or for that matter, some parent who neglects their child. You say, well. That's just not fair, and you're right, it isn't. But yeah. God gives us this incredible power to influence other people for good and for evil. There was a great philosopher, uh, I think his name was uh, George Burns in the movie <laughs> Oh God. Yeah. And when he visits uh, John Denver as he's shaving, yeah. and uh, and John Denver is having this conversation about that same subject, how, 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 can, how can you be you if... When you allow all of this bad things to go on in this world, and he goes on and on, and he and George uh, says as he takes the scar out of his mouth, he says, he says, uh, it, you allow it, 
And yeah, that's right. Dang, and I that's, think that's what you're saying, Father. That's pretty you know, profound we, for George Burns. Yeah, we we are yeah. the ones who are the imperfect ones, and yeah. we are the ones who are causing these bad things. But God can cause good to come out of it. Yeah. In fact, that's the only way to make sense of suffering, if you ask me. I mean, the the I guess if you're a Zen Buddhist, you say, well, there is no such thing as suffering. It's an illusion. So all you have to do is like look past that illusion. Right nothingness beyond and then you won't feel the pain but really i think the only way to make sense of it is to say that that suffering is transformed by grace mm. into this incredible good I, I i say mass at this old folks home and actually not too long ago i i was i i really suck it to them because they just like it as long as i'm allowed they don't care what i say <laughs> and and they pretty much sleep through it anyway but I was like, you know, this, this, your crowd is thinning out here. I was like, you guys aren't doing your job. You need to be praying for more people to come to Mass. And so they all, like, bent their heads and started praying. I was like, well, not now, not in the middle of my sermon. <laughs> but, just as, but just then, like, three people walked in and sat down. I was like, Woo, wow, good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I, and, and I explained yeah. to them, and then the sermon took a whole a dramatic turn in a d- new direction. Because I was like, you see that? Like, you guys suffer and that suffering, like, you're probably suffering here more than most people I know. And so your prayer is powerful. So, hey, yeah, listen, can you, true. can you send some of that suffering prayer my way? Yeah. And afterwards, one of them came up to me and was like, wait, you mean my bed sores are a prayer? And I was like, yes, yeah. a huge prayer. Like, yeah. And she's like, I can use that? I'm like, yes, do not let that go to waste. Like, Use all I not you don't want to like cultivate it. I don't don't let's let's try to take care of those bed sores for crying out loud. But on the other hand, if you've got them, use the suffering. That's why moms I think have such powerful prayers. Why Our Lady has such powerful prayers Mm -hmm. because I think they suffer probably more intensely than anyone. I mean, you you I think you'd be hard pressed to find a mother who who wouldn't say oh i would take any suffering rather than watch my kid oh of course to my kid. Well, and mean it yeah, you know, I, bishop so, sheen said one time as yeah. he was passing a hospital he says look at all the wasted suffering in there and yeah. and, and just because yeah. it's well father and maybe both of you yeah. have you ever prayed when you're suffering oh mm, yeah. yeah it's hard though it's yeah. hard it's hard right so all right, so having seven kids, my, yeah. uh, we got some advice, and it's worked every time, is when we're, I say we're, mostly my wife is doing the job, but when we're going into labor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we. Yeah, Ooh, nice I'm try, there. Buddy. I'm You're a part of it. You're a braver man than I am. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the first kid, by the way, we were at the beach all day when she went into labor, and I was sunburned. On my back. Oh, poor you. Poor baby. Poor you. And I know this is so, is my wife watching this? So (laughs) she she would go through a, through a contraption, right? I mean a contraction. Contraption. And she would just grab my back and just scratch it. it (laughs) 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 Elevitated a little. But (laughs) you poor, so here's the advice we got was as you're going in, offer it up then. Yeah. Offered up then because oh, in the right moment before you suffer. when you're breaking, it's too late. Can't you know? do it. You know, and, and let's do it. Let's talk about that now too. So we need to realize that when we are suffering, there is a purpose to it. Or more more accurately, let's turn it around. You can make your suffering a prayer. You can 
direct that, offer that suffering. And you can't tell a person who's in desperate suffering, oh, you got to go offer it up. Offer you have to think about it now so that when you're in that circumstance, you are doing it. This is St. Joseph yeah. Radio Presents. We're talking about death and suffering, and we're going to be back in a few minutes. Your job now is to invite some people to join us. We'll see you in two minutes. Hi, this is Matt Logeman with St. Joseph Radio with a great gift idea, a St. Benedict bracelet, a trendy accessory for men, women, and children that not only looks good on everyone's wrist, but is actually armor for the spiritual battlefield. This unique bracelet is handmade in Europe and contains 10 medals within the braided cord in the adult size and seven medals in the children's size. On the front of each beautiful medal is St. Benedict holding a cross in his right hand, the object of his devotion. On the back of each medal is a cross. Surrounding the back of the medal and cross are the letters V. E-R-S-N-M-V-S-M-Q-L-I-V-B. In Latin reference, which translates, Be gone, Satan. Never tempt me with your vanities. What you offer me is evil. Drink the poison yourself. And finally, located at the top is the word Pax, which means peace. All bracelets come packaged with an informational card and the St. Benedict blessing, which your local priest can administer. This gift is for everyone you love and care about, including yourself. Available from St. Joseph Radio. Check the website at www.saintjosephradio.net. St. Joseph Catholic Radio is proud to announce the launch of SJEN-TV, the St. Joseph Evangelization Network. SJEN-TV is a premier online Catholic broadcasting network providing quality Catholic programming 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We have programming such as live studio interviews, St. Joe's Java speaker presentations, current Catholic issues, and the Pro-Life series. We're featuring the many talented speakers out of Orange County, California, and this Archdiocese of St. Louis, Missouri including Professor John Gresham, Father James Mason, Karen Nokemper, Rick Hollerick, Bill Federer, and many more. To review the program list, go to sjen.tv or on Roku, sjen.tv. All this programming is free, and we are welcoming sponsorship of new programs. Find out more at sjen.tv. Welcome back. This is St. Joseph Radio Presents, coming to you live from St. Louis, Missouri, the Rome of the West. I'm your host, Peter Karutz, and we have double duty Today we have Robert Montiel. That's right. I got it right finally. And we have Father Augustine Weta here from the St. Louis Abbey. Yay! Yay! And we're talking about suffering and death. Suffering and death. But before Aww. we talk about suffering and death, let me just make one quick announcement. Little suffering and death never hurt anyone. That, Wait a second. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you all know a good Catholic woman? I guess that's kind of redundant. To a, there's, there's our like lady. There you go. And what we and. Uh, we have, uh, in a couple of months, there's going to be, uh, we're going to celebrate and um, uh, give an award to the St. Joseph Radio Woman of the Year, Catholic Woman of the Year. So if you know a great woman from your parish or organization who... And you, you live in St. Louis. Well, well, you know, we could get into Oh, Illinois really? And, it could yeah, be the International yeah, Woman yeah, of the Year. International right. Woman of the Year. That's right. So please think about it. And and just, just remember this. If you if you talk to someone and say, we want to nominate you, and whether they're going to say no, right? Oh, yeah. there's someone better. Look, we're doing this because we need good women who are examples to mm-hmm. others. We just mm-hmm. had the Catholic Man of the Year, which we probably need more than the women because there's so many good women. <laughs> But uh, please, uh, call us. We'll get you an application, 636-447-6000, It isn't until September, but let's get that nomination form in. We'll send you a nomination form. So please do it. We need, we need to put these women up there and give them a 
uh, uh, we need to show other people that yeah. they can do it too, right? Okay, so please yeah. do that. I think that's our only announcement this week. You have any announcements, Father? Uh, I had a little, I had I my back was really itching last night, but then I scratched it and now Dang. it feels better. I think that's it. There we are. All wait, right, so we're <laughs> and wait your book. Oh, oh yeah, oh, my oh, new yeah. book is out. Is yes, it? get five or six copies under other people's names at Amazon and leave reviews. Yeah. The name of the book? Pray, Think, Act. Make Better Decisions with the Desert Fathers. There you my go. other book is up to 90,000 copies, so that was Humility Rules. So It does. Yeah, I just I have gave... be- my, my, my priest friends say I have become a celebrity priest. Uh, I try, to, I try to reinforce 000. that whenever I try. At 100,000, you can never be the celebrity pe- priest. Yeah, we'll, yeah, put, yeah. we'll give Not you yet. the uh, okay. star Well, if you of... could please go out and buy 10,000 copies apiece. Yeah, well, we I'm... should have a celebrity priest of the year competition. Too. Yes. 636-447-6000. Celebrity priest of the year. Nominate <laughs> yeah, this Mike guy. Yeah, Mike Schmitz would wear it, win it every time. <laughs> well, and let me just talk about humility rules for just a quick Gotta second. Admit, I got a little professional jealousy going there. Yeah, because he's handsome? Well, that's one of the reasons. Yeah. Well, I just wish I worked out as much Better as look him. He's, a, he's something else. But um, anyway, the humility <laughs> awkward silence follows. <laughs> no, yeah. no. He, I mean, I, you know, I, I make those resolutions, no, too. I'm going to go to the gym. He clearly goes to the gym. Yeah, I will say this, that, like, I've been on a couple of panels and things with him. Yeah. And he, like, every kid who talks to him, he gives him his undivided attention. Like, that. that's how you know, like, that's how you can tell a good person from just a Oh, whatever. Celebrity, I guess. Mm. Like, well, you know, you, you're, is it, he's like, he's totally there. He'll give them as much time as they need. And he yeah. says, here's here's my email. I want you to write to me. You know. yeah. yeah. And and let me talk about that, Father, because we're not talking, we're, you know, we're using the word celebrity, but what is the purpose? You know, if you're a celebrity, the purpose is to aggrandize yourself, right? To yeah. make me bigger and Celeb. better. But when we're doing that, when Father's, Father Schmitz is doing that, we have a purpose. The purpose is to communicate God's love to them and to, to evangelize, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we are in a circumstance here in this archdiocese where it is critical to share the faith. And yeah. everyone, you and me and Father, we, we all have that same job. By yeah. virtue of our baptism, we need to share the faith. And don't tell me I'm not called to it. You are called to it. We all That's are. That's right. And, and it, we have different ways. I mean, you're a father, right? We're, we're on the radio. Father, you're a priest. Clearly, you have a... Yeah. A, a larger role. You can give the sacraments, but you know what? Each one of us can make it part of our daily life. We yeah. go out to dinner, make the sign of the cross, and say say grace. People will see it. You will bring yeah. God to mind. Yeah. And how how do you know what difference that'll make? You told oh, me. Right. So you uh, told me. I I was. Um... People will make fun of you. <laughs> yeah. That's well, I do have know. to say one thing. There is also just not being so explicit. Just like if if wife and I go with the family out to dinner and we're cheerful with seven kids, just that alone, people will come over and say, do you know, how, do you, know how do you do it? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, well, you know, wife is industrial strength. Yeah. <laughs> That's, a- <laughs> That's true, too. You know, they yeah. say joy is one of the gifts of the spirit. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, OK, yeah. so I, I went uh, this was a while ago in California you know, doing some retreat leading and a couple hundred kids, confirmation age, get through the weekend. It was like chewing sand. It was just everything felt like it went terribly wrong. All the (laughs) moments we thought that were usually grand slams were just, you know, I don't know. Felt like it really let everybody down. Yeah. At the end, I take this kid home who was a helper, talking to his mom. And uh, the mom tells me, you know what? The, The thing you don't know 
is that somewhere inside of what you said, one of those kids is going to remember that. And it's going to yeah. actually, right? Might even not be though for you 10 think years, it's the worst. Yeah. yeah. That you probably won't even know until you're dead and God will show you or that person will meet you in heaven and say, yeah. hey, I'm here because of this one thing that you said. Yeah, yeah. And you just don't know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's, well, I think that's so true. You know, someone once said, well, if, if you die and then you're judged, then why do you have the second judgment at the resurrection? What does that mean? Yeah. And, oh. and the suggestion was, oh. or the thought, I don't know, where's our heresy button? But, you know, maybe, maybe, at that, maybe at the resurrection, you find out what the ramifications were for those things that yeah. you did. Not, you know, mm. what you did in your in your children's yeah. lives, what you did in your children's friends' lives, how how what kind of a ramifications parent, over Yeah, yeah, what kind of parent they became, how yeah. they changed someone's life. That goes on and on and on. So you yeah. know that metaphor, you plant seeds. You do, but it's yeah. almost like again, I was in the Holy Land, there's an old saying, you don't nobody plants an olive tree for themselves. You plant it for oh. your sons because it takes oh, 50 years right. to get fruit. Well, it's the same thing with faith. You may, you don't know what fruit will come, yeah. but that's okay. You're not in charge of that bit yeah. either. You're in charge yeah. of the planting. You're in charge of spreading the word. So that was my word on evangelization. We got to get back to death and death and suffering and oh, dying, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, I did have a question. Okay, so, well... We were talking about what, what kind of good is there in suffering. And I realized I've been trying to take my family regularly to confession, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to Our Lady of Guadalupe Parish, right? Oh, we've yeah. Been, we've been going to adoration and confession. They got that, uh, I think Father Eric is his name? I don't know. Eric, over there well, what's now. his name? I forget now. Yeah, I'm, it's a liberal I'm, I'm new. Right? I can still claim ignorance. Uh, he's awesome, by the way. But uh, one of the things I'm realizing is he and I are in suffer- suffering together, in seminary together. <laughs> <laughs> every confession, he gives me a penance, right? Yeah. There's a little bit of suffering. Sometimes the, the penance is just saying these prayers. Sometimes, uh, you know, I have a good friend, Father Athanasius. Shout out to Father Athanasius. His penances will get a little more creative, right? That uh, he, wa- uh, I, he wants to sign a friend of mine, 3,000 Glory Bees. There you go. Oh, see? Father Eric Olson. Yeah, he Eric and I were, in, he and there I were go. in seminary together. Wow. What? And you didn't remember his name. He's first rate. Well, I remembered his first name. Oh, that's true. So did I. So we're tied. 3,000 <laughs> Glory Bees. Yeah. Don't ask okay. what he did. Yeah, so. That's, that's doable. Plus, you got to think. Oof. You know what? It's not the number of prayers, but it's about getting it done consistently over time. Right. And I was thinking, all right, you know what I've heard? So my patron saint is Philip Neary, right? And Philip oh, Neary. He has a great prayer. He gave, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he used to have, so they used to walk from church to church together, right? And, and the group started like accumulating. Yeah, okay. And they would pray on the rosary beads. Uh, if Mary isn't watching over us, then what is she doing? If Mary isn't watching for us, if Mary isn't caring for us, then what is she doing? <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was like, an act of faith. It's rhetorical. Yeah, a yeah. little bit, right? Yeah. But he would give these penances that were, uh, you know, unusual on purpose, right? So this one guy, oh, I've done these terrible things. Father, reminds me of the, the movie The Mission, right? Oh, no penance will do it, so I have to carry this weight across the country. Instead, he would say, this guy asked if he could wear a hair shirt. And Philip Neary was like, 
of course, that's a great idea. And he's like, all right, you know, I'll go buy one. He goes, okay, okay. But when you wear it, wear it outside of your clothes. Oh, boy. Yeah. And suddenly, oh, my goodness, yeah. he got humiliated uh, day in, day out. There was another one, lady who gossiped a lot. And it was like, okay, go to the other side of town and buy a chicken, all right? On the way back here, pluck out all the feathers and then give me the chicken without feathers. And okay, so she does it. And he's like, okay, thank you. Now go and pick up all the feathers, <laughs> right? Oh, that's what gossip is like. Another guy was like, I've, I drink too much wine. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. Well, your penance will be, how about this? Just drink for a, for a week, drink all the wine you can, but no water. And that was it. Oh. After a week, the hangover was so bad, apparently, yeah. that he didn't drink wine again. And I'm kind of thinking, this, this, is what, this is what God does for us. He gives us these penances, gives us these mm. sufferings. Corrections. Yeah. In, in a way that best benefits us, right? And I've even heard, well, this is terrible, but I read it in a Peter Kreeft book, so hopefully it's not Gotta that bad. Got to be good. Is yeah, sometimes uh, he'll yeah. allow lower things so that like greater sins are not committed, right? So he'll allow, you know, a lesser good, maybe even a little evil so that the person doesn't commit a a worse sin. So he allows me to shout at my students so I don't kill them. (laughs) There you go. Well, do they deserve death though? That's when he's... Oh, yeah. Call our number (laughs) (laughs) 636-447. I'm walking down the hall the other day and I'm carrying a copy of British literature for dummies. <laughs> okay. And one of the seventh, one of these little smart Alex seventh graders walks up to me and goes, what's that for? And I go, so I can figure out how to teach you. And he goes, I'm not British. <laughs> so keep come going. here, you little jerk. I'll show you British. Yeah, the British part of the title is not for you. The dummies part. Yeah, that's, that's the. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he had me. Oh. Philip Neary, a saint, obviously. Yeah, yeah. If, if I recall one of his famous prayers was, um, Lord, have mercy on your servant, Philip, for without your grace, before the end of the day, I will abandon you or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a total, rel- you know, relying on God's yeah. mercy, committing to, you know, to him, but recognizing all the good really comes because of, right. because of God. You know, Father, I think you told me once, yeah. you, you helped me understand evil a little bit, which is a longer conversation. Ah, uh, yes. But, I help a lot of people understand <laughs> evil. But uh, now I don't remember. But, um, <laughs> but you, 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 you said evil. evil, the reason why we can't understand evil is because we yeah. can't understand evil. It doesn't make right. sense, mm. it is illogical. That's right, why right. It it's does, evil. Technically speaking, evil is a vacuum. Yeah. It's something that should be there but isn't. So there's, yeah, there's no rationale to it. Ultimately, you know what? I had a coworker that was um, evil. No, not evil. <laughs> <laughs> I had a coworker who was <laughs> who was Islamic Muslim, and uh, he said that when when I was talking to him about sin about you know, anything that's bad, he would say that it was all theft. All of it was stealing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You're right? stealing something. You're it stealing someone's joy. You're stealing their someone's life, property or, their, or your or their, their dignity or their yeah. respect. Or, and it makes sense. Yeah. There, there's a vacuum there. There yeah. is, you know, you could draw that conclusion. It's like a... All sin yeah. is theft. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Hmm. 
Talking about suffering, you know, uh, why, why does why yeah. what, what good can come from suffering? I, I, mm. I was remembering a buddy of mine was telling me about his mom. He uh, she went to the doctor, and uh, normal physical, yeah. and the doctor says, "All right, come on in. We'll talk about the results." Well, when she walked into the doctor's office, her parish priest was there too. Oh my gosh! Okay. And and she says, oh, "Well, no. this is probably not good news." <laughs> oh, yeah, man. and and. Uh, he, she says, so how long do I have? And the doctor said, you won't see the end of the month. Oh, my gosh. And the doctor was physically upset. The priest was physically upset. And this woman wound up consoling yeah, these two yeah. men. Yeah. So why, why this suffering? Can you imagine what faith that must have brought out yeah. in these people yeah. to see see this woman, you know. Yeah. They, I, That's I, why I, I never go to the doctor because everybody <laughs> in the waiting room is like, "Oh my God, I'm dying." <laughs> yeah, but that is sort of the ultimate test of characters. How do you face? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Too also how not only you face your own suffering, but also someone else's suffering. Oh yeah, all right. right. I mean, we're talking about yeah. this. Jesus having to stop to console the women. Right. You know, this woman consoling the other people. There, there was, you know, these stations of the cross that I found in, in the Magnificat from a few right. years ago. talks about how many people were at the foot of the cross, you know? A couple. And, and, yeah, a couple of them are there. And where's all the rest? Where's all these, all these other people? Yeah. They're not even being crucified, <laughs> right? right? Right. They just right. have to be there. And they're not doing that. And they're that. not there. You, yeah. You're yeah. making me think, too, and, and not only about the person suffering, but the other person. And I, and I know yeah. that we've all been in that circumstance where you're, you're saying, well, what can I do? Do I go and visit this sick person, this dying person? Will what they do be I coherent? say? What, what do I say? What do I do? And, and will it make a difference? Well, I, I think about, I th- I think about uh, you know, at Station of the Cross, Veronica. Yeah. He, she came and wiped the face of Jesus. Mm. Did it change what was going on? But that kindness was so yeah. well received. I mean, if you have a friend who is sick or dying or and you don't know what to say, don't want, know what to do, but sometimes just being there yeah, the is that of consolation. Yeah, we have an yeah. old monk who visits people on their deathbed. That's like his thing. Like yeah. He likes to do. He's like, he, mm. he, runs over, he runs over to the hospital like twice, three times a day because they're always calling him. But And I asked him once why he was so good at it, and he said, well, I didn't used to be, but then I realized people don't care what you say. They just want you to be there. He's like, so I just, I show up, I say, you're dying. <laughs> and they say, yeah. And I say, well, let's pray. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. You know, I don't try to joke with them. I don't try to, you know, yeah. lighten their load. Yeah. I just say, look, you brought something yeah. up with and, Veronica, too. Which and is we're like, going to talk about yeah. that because this is oh. St. Joseph Radio Presents coming to you live from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm your host, Peter Kreutz. We're with Robert Montel. Montiel. Montiel. And this is Father Augustin Weta. And we're talking OSB. about. OSB. OSB and we're talking uh, author extraordinaire and we're talking about suffering and death and you're going to talk about oh, right. Veronica. So we were saying, you know, Veronica comes over and does this act of kindness. kindness. And God gives her this gift back, his image on that. Right. You know. Mm. And you know what uh, is there there is an intense vulnerability that Veronica had, okay? Totally. Realize everyone is just kind of on the side of this path here, right? And they're a yeah. Roman soldier and she shirks all that off, right? There's, yeah. I'm sure, a an embarrassment that could have happened. Stay with the crowd. 
but she followed her inspiration, her heart. She was vulnerable. Mm. She did something, you know, outside of the cloth and came up. And, and that vulnerability had it, you know, as an engineer, I'm thinking she's, she's so vulnerable. She's sensitive to that, that the impression of Christ was left upon her. If we come into those moments where someone's dying and don't come in like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to walk you through this, you know, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Get there and just be vulnerable with the be person. Be vulnerable. Yeah, be a human with, yeah. be suffer with. Be, be ready to yeah. be awkward, right? Yeah. Be ready to just yeah. be in the moment. You know, here, where's our heresy bell? You know, we don't know who <laughs> Veronica was. It's not in scripture, yeah. right? But so she could have been anybody, right? Yeah. She, she could was have been, anybody. She could have, or anybody and everybody, but she could have been, Somebody. she could have been Pontius Pilate's wife. Yeah. She Who was. That? Huh? I did. Is that somewhere? No, I just said oh, it. You know, cool. I've, I've got this. I said the heresy bell. But think about it. She could be anybody. <laughs> she could be, well, she wait, could be is, anybody. Yeah, I guess so. Don't they tell us Pontius Pilate's wife's name? Because she has the dream about. Yeah. I don't. Uh, well, see, now you can correct me. I, I don't know. I don't know that her she was named. I don't know either. I don't think. No, I don't think it's. It just is. I think it just is his wife. His wife. Uh, we yeah. have to ask Clayton. Clayton, yeah. bring it I up. I don't know. But the, the point is, the point is, be be ready to do a kindness. Yeah. You will. You will never understand what a difference it'll make. Yeah. Not only to the person who's sick and dying, but quite frankly, to their family. Yeah. Because they yeah. don't know what to do either. There is nothing to do sometimes, yeah. but yeah. be present with them. And so if people are listening, I'm sure people are listening to this, mm-hmm. right? I'm mm-hmm. sure that there's somebody there, right? Like in your life that you know is going through some suffering and you think about them, they enter into your mind, into your heart, at least pray for them. But then number two, why not make it a little awkward and call them up? Why not, yeah. you know, go what's bring it, them a cup of coffee? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Well... You make their suffering more. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, to their suffering, because now they got to take care of you. I too. brought you a coffee. Oh, good. I'm allergic to milk. <laughs> well, All right. you know, quite frankly, I've seen that. I've seen people try and go and do a, you know, a kindness. You know, they're going to see someone who's dying. Yeah. And, and, and they are the one who is suffering a great deal. Yeah. And, and the person who is sick is the one who's consoling yeah. them. It happens. Yeah, 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 it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. Yeah, that's interesting, too. Hey, Claudia Procula, by the way, is supposed to be Pilate's wife. Claudia? Claudia? Yeah, but it's, so they Procula. don't know. She could have been. It could have been Veronica. Might as well have been. Well, no, no, no. It's later, names, no, no. Later Christian tradition oh, okay. evolved oh. that she was this, became a saint and did all this sort of other stuff. Her gang and, name and I just, you know, Veronica. just to reflect her gang on. Rapper name. Yeah, ref, <laughs> reflecting <laughs> on Pilate's wife. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Pilate was a bad dude. You know, Pilate, you know, he didn't care about, you know, anything. He, even when he met Christ, right? What did he, and Christ gives him the, you know, yeah. I am the, the, uh, the, the way, the truth, and the life. Right. And what is, what is, what does uh, Pilate say? He says, "What is truth? Quid est veritas?" Yeah. Right? What is truth? Right? He and then he finds our Lord uh, innocent. What does he do? He has him scourged. Yeah. Right? You know, really good dude. He didn't care about anything. He would crucify people at the drop of a hat. It meant nothing to him. In some but churches, his, Pontius Pilate is known as a saint. June twenty fifth is his feast day. Uh, look, I don't he know. He went off a, later and and, and he went had a conversion. Later, right. there, there's also a, this great conversion. There's also Jesus. an apocryphal book that I think is called the 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 either the Gospel of Pilate or the, yeah, the letter of Pilate, right. which, get it from, which is really there. kind of cool, which I won't get into right yeah. now. But think of what influence his wife must have had on him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He he. The the first thing he would have done is say, oh, "Okay, go crucify him." 
you know, this troubled him at least to yeah, the point yeah. of and pause. Yeah, it at least bothered him. Yeah, it yeah. bothered him yeah. a lot. Well, hey, you know what? I'd say we brought up Simon and Cyrene, right? Yep. And I think there's another thing, too, which is uh, don't go search out crosses that are not your own. Sure, sure. You know what? Yeah. Mm. I, I have, you know, migraine. I have migraine headaches, right? And so in the midst of one, I'm thinking I would rather have anything else than this migraine headache. Right. And then you were right? hit by a truck. And then I was hit by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized the suffering of reading Father Augustine's book. Oh. Think, pray, act. Father oh. <laughs> Ouch. And then I experienced the suffering of public humiliation. That's right. Only the necessary. But, <laughs> but it's like, um, you know, you're, yeah. you're, if you're looking for a cross, so like, oh, this is so hard. Jesus, I, I wish that you would, you know, there, there's always this heroic aspect. I remember, uh, you know, going through confirmation class at the end, these kids were so psyched, right? They, yeah. they would be psyched and they were just thinking like, the, their Ready joke one year, martyred. yeah, their joke one year was like, I hope you get martyred, right? They'd give each other five and walk away. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so heroic. And there's, yeah. there, it's instantaneous, and you're right into heaven, and you know you're going to get the grace. But what about all of those micro sufferings well, through the day? Let yeah. Me, yeah. Let me change the, let me change the perspective. The white okay. yeah. You know, we, we talk about suffering in terms of our current perception of what is going on, right? Mm. Yeah, okay, yeah. it hurts, right? Yeah. But, you know, when, when, um, you know when, we, if we, when we were children, or I can remember when I, I was a father, I had children, and sometimes I had to cause my children suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my, uh, my, my daughter took a header off, off her little scooter thing, right? And then she's bleeding everywhere, right? What did I do? Got the blood off. I washed it. I put ice on it. She, she knows that it's hurting, right? But there is such great trust that yeah. dad is going to make it better, right? yeah. even though it hurts. Yeah. You know, in our suffering, it, it would be good to, to realize that that's why God gives us this image of Father, because we know that our Lord is doing it for a re- or we he will have a purpose to it, for yeah. it. You know, it can I, transform I, it. It can transform it. I remember this one guy talking about this job that he, he was trying to get. He was out of work. He had this job that was offered to him, but was about to be offered to him. It would have been transformative. It would have changed his life, would have changed the life of his family and, and he got it and was fired in the same day, and he was crushed. What happened? A couple of, couple of months later, he, he got a different job. Mm. And, and he says, it, it was like I wanted a Ford Pinto and begged God for it when he really had a Ferrari. No. And God has a plan, right? So we, yeah. our, our yeah. hour has slipped yeah. away, Father. Uh, uh, come you, on. Could you give us a little blessing before we go? Benedicat vos omnipotens Deus Pater, Filius Spiritus Sanctus. Amen. Amen. So uh, death and suffering, something that's going to happen, we can put it to good use. Invest our suffering. Offer it up. Think about it now. United with the sufferings of Christ. There you go. There you go. And have a great uh, last few days of Lent. Lent. There we are. God bless you all. And please come back next week and tell a friend.
You've been listening to St. Joseph Radio Presents from the Rome of the West, St. Louis, Missouri. If you would like to join us in our evangelization efforts, you can order a copy of today's broadcast or any of our past programs by visiting us on our website, stjosephradio.net. That's S-A-I-N-T, josephradio.net. Or call us, 636-447-6000. It's all at your fingertips to help us evangelize the world, bringing the good news of Christ to everyone you meet and change one soul at a time. Thank you for your prayers and support. Until next time, may God bless you and your family. This has been a presentation of St. Joseph Radio Presents. Thank you.